You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. When tracking the domestic dust bunny, you commonly find them hiding under wardrobes next to lost socks. Don't move too suddenly or they'll scurry off. What's utterly fascinating about the Dust Bunny is that although they are not actually sentient creatures, when they hear that Geico not only saves people money, but also has a 97% customer satisfaction rating, it's obvious to them you should switch. Because, yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Oh, no, it's the Dust Bunny's only natural predator. Run along, Dust Bunnies, run along. Hey, this is Sugar Shane, and we're back. Hey, at least she's listening. We've got co-host Billy Dees with me. Hello, everyone. How are you? Uh, doing pretty good. We had a few days off there for a little bit. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, how you been? I can't complain. Yeah. Um, it's been an interesting ride. I'm not, not going into a lot of details, but my, uh, my mom's had some ups and downs, so... I've been busy with that, also been busy with work, and uh, my wife's got a lot going on. Uh, she also has parents that she takes care of, and uh, That's right. she's been busy with, yeah, it's been busy. And I want to say, everybody wish his mama, I hope she don't mind me saying this, a 90, oh. years, 90 years young today. Yes, indeed. So. Yeah, she wasn't happy about it, but uh, we, we gave her a nice little uh, party here. We got her an ice cream cake and all that good stuff, so... Well, sometimes, you know, I mean, I'm 43, and every year I don't like them that much, so. No. After 21, it's all downhill, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what the that's what the doctors will tell you. The doctors will tell you after you turn 21, of course, it's different for everybody, but as you turn 21 from then on after, everything starts to go down fast. That's when I started, a few years <laughs> after that, that's when I started losing my hair. There you go. I was looking at some pictures of me today when I had hair. I'm like, man. Uh, Ellie said her mom will be 82 July 1st. So. Wow. That's awesome. Want to make pension? We got a battle going with the NBA finals right now. The uh, Cavs are only down by with eight minutes to go in 34 seconds. It's 89 88, is what wow. my phone says. I'm just getting it as the phone feeds it through. It could be different, but that's what it is right now. 89 88, Warriors up by one. So. They're giving them a lot better game than I thought they would be, honestly. Yeah, they're not doing too bad. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and Kevin Love was cleared to play today, start the game. Yes, he was. So, so that was a good thing. So, 
Uh, I wanted to talk about this a little bit. I know you did a podcast. If you don't follow, it's under Billy T- Billy D's under iTunes, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. the Billy. D, you you can find me pretty much Billy D's on just about any any service that's out there. iTunes, all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Um, he did a podcast recently about the NFL deal with the uh, they're going to do it where now the NFL is going to do it where the guys can either stay in the locker room or uh, not come out at all or whatever the case may be during the singing of the national anthem. And uh, I just wanted to get a little back and forth about what your take on it is. I know my take on it, and I didn't know to let you tell everybody what your take on it is a little bit. Sure. Well, in, in, in a nutshell, it's this. I have no issue with the players taking a knee if they if they want to. Now, it doesn't make my day, but this isn't something that's going to have me all up in arms. Right. And in short, uh, what I, the point that I tried to, uh, to make uh, on my program was simply that in terms of free speech, that applies most directly to governmental censorship. Exactly, okay? yeah. Which uh, really isn't coming into play here. I mean, the government isn't telling these guys that they got to stand up. Okay. So um, what it boils down to then is the reaction that it's getting in the public and uh, the, the issue is for me from from a public relations standpoint if, if you really want to make an impact whether it be a, you have a new product or you have some sort of a cause and you decide to do something provocative let's say you run an ad that's you know highly sexually charged or you run an ad that has a very violent image and, you know, you want people to be shocked and start talking about it. What happens when you do that is you run the risk of that provocative act, whether it's burning the flag or what have you. You run the risk of your real message getting lost. And rightly or wrongly, um, with, you know, a, a very noble cause, uh, it, it, the message got lost. And now you're in a predicament where the people that pay your salary, the people who buy the tickets, the people who um, you know buy the merchandise, watch the TV, drive the ratings up, all this type of a thing, are uh, turning the NFL off. That happened last year. Okay, um, there was a fairly large drop. Oh yeah, yeah. What was going on with the NFL largely due to these political controversies. So, yeah, you know, the NFL is in a, in a bind in that they might very well want to let these guys do their thing. They might want to try to stay out of it. But now that the fans are becoming inflamed and they're not showing up for the games and they're, you know, not watching uh, the TV, uh, the revenue, if, if it continues will drop and and the, one of the things i would point out is this uh, this is eventually going to affect the players because if the prestige of the nfl continues to fall because of declining revenue then their salaries are going to fall and their their ability to make a public impact is going to fall so at this point i would say there are other ways to get this message across that might be more effective and that's just the long and the short of it right there. Right. I, I don't have a problem with it so much, and this is, my, this is my view on it, is I look at the NFL 
while it's open, you know, to the public and you have the freedom to go see it and all that and whatnot, at the end of the day, it's still a business. It's a business no matter what. It's a money-making business. I don't have the right to go into Market District. Maybe it is freedom of speech that I can do it. I could walk into Market District where I work tomorrow. I could go in and say, hey, this is some terrible-ass food. I wouldn't eat here to save my damn life. And if I'm on the clock and I walk in there and say that, chances are I could get fired. Yeah. Now, I had the freedom to do that, but they also had the freedom to fire my ass. And there's nothing I can do about it. So if the NFL, there's certain things when you work for a company, they have rules and regulations you have to go by. And freedom of speech don't come into play. That's just the way it is. You can't just go and do as you please. And uh, that's just my view on it. But I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. But but, uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. This, you know, if if with them not coming out of the locker room, that pretty much tells you where they stand on it. Yeah. Whether they take a kneel out on the field or not, doesn't matter. And if it's that big an issue, as I've said before, McDonald's is hiring. But you see, the problem is, and this is where it's all a bunch of BS when it comes down to it. Just all I'm going to say on it. If their conviction was that strong to where it meant that much to them, they wouldn't worry about the $15 million they're making a year. And they might would take the chance of sacrificing their jobs. But see, their conviction ain't that strong. They're more inclined to follow their wallet than they are their what they think their heart's telling them to do. And that's just the long and short of it. I've had people tell me all the time, well, they got to do something for a living. I'm like, they're always hiring, man. People's hired everywhere. Nothing says you got to be an NFL player. Yeah. And just because they're, and if they're, and if that money outweighs their conviction, and that's really what their conviction is, the money. Plain and simple. So. I'm not saying they're wrong for not giving up the money. I'm just saying, let's just call it like we see it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Roseanne Barr. Oh, my. <laughs> what do you think about that little deal? That's not something that I would have tweeted. No, I That's wouldn't. Sure. Twi- no, it shouldn't have been tweeted. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he, here's the thing. I'm... You know, a lot of people are saying, well, how about uh, Bill Maher and his comparisons to uh, Donald Trump and an orangutan? Uh, yeah, that's a big my, difference. <laughs> it, well, there's a difference there. But from my point of view, this isn't something that I would do in either case. I, I, I don't feel that comparing human beings, when, when you have the stage that those people have, and you have as many people listening to you that are in the millions as these people have, I don't believe that you should be comparing human beings, whether it's a group of people or a single individual, to apes. Okay, I, I wouldn't do it. Uh, no. I wouldn't do what Roseanne Barr did, and I wouldn't uh, say that about Donald Trump. Whether you like them or not, it's either okay to compare uh, a human being to an ape or it's not, plain and simple. And I wouldn't do it. 
and I know there's other, you know, there's other nuances to this when you get into, you know, the racial component. Uh, and I'm very empathetic to those, too. I, I get that. But the, the way to avoid that is not to say those types of things and concentrate on what these people do and say. And there's plenty uh, that they're giving you, <laughs> you know, that you can use in terms of what they do and say to criticize. You don't have to make disparaging comments about their humanity. That's my view on it. Right, right, right. Um, I, I think that she shouldn't have tweeted it. And, uh, but I do blame, I have, I watched a very, very good interview today with her ex-husband, Tom Arnold. Okay. And, uh, Anderson Cooper. Right. And, uh, Tom Arnold spoke to Anderson Cooper and he said that, uh, she's changed a lot over the years that when he first got with her, she was very liberal. Oh yeah. Very much a feminist. And this is what really pisses me off now. I don't condone what she did by no shape, form or fashion. But it's like all of a sudden everybody flips the script. All the liberals that when she was spitting on the flag 20 years ago was cheering her. The conservatives were angry as hell. Now that it's went the other route, the conservatives are mad and say she ought to get a second chance. And the liberals think she should burn in hell. So, I mean... I, I, I find it I find it very ironic that yeah. in term in terms of uh, some of these far right conservatives, these same people that can't stand that, that you know want the uh, the football players dragged off the field when they don't stand for the national anthem. Those same people are defending Roseanne Barr right now for that tweet that she made, and she's the same person who did what you said, right? Gave that very deliberately messy rendition of the national anthem. Awful. I hated it then. I never have been yeah. a Roseanne Barr fan from day one. I've, <laughs> I've, I've watched one complete episode that I can think of off the top of my head. It was the first one. And I quit watching it because they gave it so much hype saying this is how real families are. And when I watched the first episode, I said, not my family. I don't know where the hell they come from, but that wouldn't be a, that wasn't my house. So I just quit watching it. And I just never really cared for it. I, I haven't seen any of this new, new season they came out with. I couldn't tell you nothing about it. But uh, they showed us a few scenes from it, and it, there was actually some funny uh, segments in there. Um, the, that that show has always had good writers, yeah. and uh, and all the actors on that show were, were top notch. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. They had they had a very good ensemble cast there, and uh, it, it's a shame that they had a good product there and uh, it got ruined. Well, what Tom Arnold was leading to was that he think that Donald Trump was playing on her, not intentionally, but with the way he was campaigning, he, was, he has played on a lot of people's mental illnesses. And because uh, he said that he even came out and said that whenever they first got together, that she helped him with his alcohol and drug addiction. And then after they got that took under, he started, they, they turned around and started helping her with her mental illness. She, he came out and said she does have a mental illness. Now, she blamed it on Ambien, which Ambien doesn't cause that. Ambien will cause, if you have on it for a long period of time, it can cause memory loss if you own it on a regular basis. But it's not going to make you just come out and tweet racist shit. But, <laughs> not as far as I know of. But the side effect is memory loss if you own it long term. Does it uh, remove your inhibitions? I mean, obviously, they they got kind of cute with it. It doesn't cause racism, but right. um, does it remove your inhibitions, do you know? Because that could be 
you know that that could be a a problem i'd have to look into that i don't i don't know enough to say for certain it is a possibility because there is i'm sure there are some drugs out there that could if you're on it could make you not be able to think before you do something. right right yeah uh she said that uh Elliot said she read tonight that fox is definitely picking the show up really yeah uh that's the network i guess <laughs> i i would say it's too hot to handle right now i might wait a year yeah yeah but uh he said that and he said that he knew donald trump better than she ever did he said all this claim of her and donald trump being friends for years is a bunch of bs yeah he said he's known donald trump before she did he said a matter of fact they've had a few get-togethers where they uh they've been to the playboy mansion together all right they've went to some other places together some dinners i don't know if they actually went like together together but they were there together okay and there was one thing he said that one of the things he said to him early on after her right after his divorce he had they gotten divorced and he was then married to another woman at that time involved in politics and stuff sherry somebody i forget her last name but Donald Trump looked over at him and told him, you're marrying up in the world. He said, I never did like Roseanne Barr. She was disgusting. <laughs> and Tom said, he, said, he said, even at that moment, he thought that's something kind of odd to say to somebody, you know, after they go through a divorce. Right, right. <laughs> was to tell somebody that they were disgusting. And he said, he's been in touch with Roseanne Barr's stepkids. And has tried to tell, he said he tried to warn them. Through Twitter and other ways, he could see this coming. He said this was no shock to him. He said he could see it coming. He said he tried to tell his stepkids to get them phones away from her. Oh. He said that Twitter's going to ruin her. Because evidently she's tweeted other stuff. She tweeted here not too long before that a picture of a donkey next to Hillary Clinton. Hmm. And he said that... uh so, I mean, so evidently he said it was coming on. He says he blames a lot of it on Donald Trump because he has played with the mental illnesses of people with mental illnesses by getting on there and saying this and that. And he said instead of trying to create hope, he's more inciting fear. Okay. Is what his point was. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to argue that to a certain degree. Because I really do believe that some people that follow him tooth and nail do have some kind of mental illness sometimes. Sure. I'm not saying all. Don't take that out of context. That's not what I said. I did not use the word all if you're a diehard Trump fan. But I do believe these people that he could be caught red-handed with whatever, and they'll still back him no matter what, I think do have something. Because at some point, you have to be able to reason out what's wrong is wrong, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean... Well, a lot of that is we are so ideologically driven now. And I've said this before. It's it's beyond ideology now. It used to be that being a conservative or being a liberal meant something in terms of your general philosophy. But now, they, they've become cults in some cases. And you're either for me or you're against me. And if you have anything to say against my position, you're you're against my way of life, and you're against the way the country should be. And those are our, those are all earmarks of a cult. Oh yeah. And uh, there, there's plenty of them on both sides. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you've said that before. It's it's not just one. It's both. They both they both went nuts. And it's like I posted this guy wanted to say something today on Twitter, and I posted it, and man, within like two minutes, I had twenty four likes. And I put he was saying something about hypocrisy. I said democracy today is what is his hypocrisy. I said I said uh, I said unless I said it's okay to have an opinion as long as it matches what I believe. As the way people think nowadays. I said, that's right. America today. America hypocr- hypocritical. And that's pretty much it. We're in a country full of hypocrites. One part, you know, you can't have your own opinion unless it matches somebody else's. Yeah. And God forbid you cross the line. And then a lot of times we have opinions. And I don't have a problem with opinions. But if you're going to give me your opinion, base it with something that makes some damn sense. Yeah. Don't tell me. I'm not saying you got to have hardcore facts because they're opinions. But don't tell me that you like Donald Trump and then give me and I ask you why. And your opinion is, I just like Donald Trump. Tell me why you like Donald Trump. And if he gets caught red-handed with something and I ask you why you think that's okay, just don't say I like Donald Trump. He's doing good for America. Tell me mm-hmm. why. Answer my question. Why right. did, Why is that okay? I mean, if you're going to have an opinion, tell me why you have an opinion. You don't have to have facts, but you've got to have some reason for an opinion. Or else you don't really have one. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Just to be honest. Uh, Ellie said, Trump is our president. Like it or not, we have to support him. But we live in a country where we can call him out on his crap when we do. I support. I still have respect for the office. Oh, yeah. The office itself, I have respect for. I'm glad we didn't go into road. You know, we ought, we have a president, not a king myself. But, however, there's people that can be put into that office, but I don't necessarily agree with. Oh, sure. It doesn't mean that I absolutely can't stand him, but there's things he's done during this presidency, one or two, maybe three at the most, I'd have to sit down and really think of, that I've I've been okay with, that I didn't have a problem with. But there's been quite a few that I'm fixing to mention here in a minute that I think some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I don't know where in the hell he is coming from. Y'all, I, and that's what I'm going to go ahead and go into it. That's why I titled this, the title of the show I did. Y'all get ready for some high-ass prices. You think produce is high now, you ain't seen shit. You're fixing to go in and buy avocados, and it ain't gonna be. It's gonna. It'll be cheaper to go buy guacamole off a of damn. Hell, I won't even be. That'll be too damn expensive. It's gonna be high as hell here in the next couple of months. Mark my words. And you mm-hmm. can also you can also mark these words. Stock market's gonna be hurting bad. It's gonna drop, and here's the reason why. Trump is imposing tariffs on steel and aluminum to Canada. Mexico and the European Union. Now these are supposed to be our fucking allies. This ain't even North Korea. These are our allies. That he's imposing tariffs upon. Yeah. They, they've already said they will retaliate with their own tariffs. 
Mexico was going to do it with produce, pork, and other stuff. That's why I mentioned avocados. Produce and all that, that's going to be high shit. Of course, gas prices are going to go up. A lot of this stuff's going to go up. I, I, I would imagine within a month, if not sooner, we will see $3 a gallon on gas. You can bank on it. I know I might sound like a redneck. I might not be the first person you want to call for a financial analyst. <laughs> but I can tell you this shit. I know I can stay I can smell when the rain's coming and I also know when the fucking storm's brewing and I can hear thunder in the damn distance and I can right. tell you this ain't good shit. It doesn't take a genius to figure this shit out unless you're just born none stupid. Cuz this is not going to be good at all. I don't think it's good. Now, he's also trying to put measures on German car makers. Volkswagen, I believe their stock dropped today, if I heard correctly. And uh, it's not good at all. I don't know why he's doing this. Especially to her. I mean, I can understand tariffs to your enemies. North Korea putting sanctions on people. I can understand that. But Canada? Yeah. I, I don't know that it's it's... In my opinion, I don't know that it's something that you necessarily direct at enemies, but you want to direct at people who you feel are not doing trade with you fairly. And I certainly wouldn't put Canada in that position. Hell now, China no. and now China has been, you know, infiltrating the market with cheap steel just for the purpose of driving other, uh, you know, companies out of business so they can take over the market and put the price at wherever they want. Right, uh, but uh, I would hardly put Canada in that category, and uh, you know, Germany makes some pretty good products that a lot of Americans want, and uh, you know, who doesn't want a Mercedes Benz? <laughs> you know? Right, right. Now, I don't know if that particular brand is going to be affected, but from what you're saying, you know, anything um, you know with steel and uh, uh, car products and other things from these countries could be affected. I don't know. I, I, I'm really nervous about that. Yeah, it's very, it's something to be very nervous about. I'm not sure exactly what's going to go on here. And uh, I don't think it's a good move. I'm hoping maybe they get some kind of deal worked out in the next couple of weeks and maybe this doesn't happen. But I really think this is a stupid move on the part of Trump. Man, this is a dumb-ass move. Especially, now, with, see, I, especially with I, Canada and the European Union. Yeah, I always heard that when when these uh, tariffs were first proposed, that they were going to skip Canada. No, nah, Canada, uh, Canada announced it today. As a matter of fact, the president of Canada gave it a speech. Oh, yeah, he yeah. gave a speech today saying he 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 was he wasn't happy about it. You could tell he wasn't happy about it at all. Then the European Commissioner or whatever they call him over there, the European Union guy, he got up and gave a speech about it and said, and he pretty much said, if they want to do that to us, then we can just do it right back. We can play the same game. That's pretty right. much what he said. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, yeah. And, uh, yeah, ain't nobody going to stand around and take shit. I mean, who the hell? I mean, you expect these countries just to keep pouring you products and supporting your products and you're taking shit away? Hell no. Who the hell would do that? I mean, is he that arrogant to think they ain't going to do nothing? Yeah. I mean, hell, I know he's arrogant, but damn, don't tell me he's that damn arrogant. 
I made Jesus. But um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I'm interested in seeing what's going to happen within the next month with prices and things. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be shaky. I believe. I believe we're going to see a lot of price hikes, unless yeah. unless unless something changes and this gets backed out of anything could happen they could back out of the deal but right now that's what kind of tears and like i said i don't even understand the reason for it i don't i don't i i I don't understand i mean i guess what he's trying to do is maybe in his mind is if he does this it's going to produce more here in our country and we're going to produce more jobs and yada 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 but i don't think so right I mean, how many people do you see sign up to be a damn steel worker? Yeah. Not many. I mean, yeah, I think it's a bad deal all the way around. And and if you got a lot of confidence in his financial plan, let me go ahead and let you know his net worth went down for the second year in a row. (laughs) So there's his financial plan. They just announced that on the base net worth value went down for the second year. Uh, Kim Kardashian met with Donald Trump on prison reform. Yeah. And that was so moving that I really didn't even begin to give a shit. I mean, I don't care. It's all about, you know why she met there? Let me tell you why she met there, man. It was a damn press move. It's all it was was publicity. She could care less about prison reform. Probably the woman can't even spell it. She was sitting in the Oval Office getting a picture with him, and the only reason why is because her husband's talking about running in 2020 or some bullshit that I hope to God never happens. I don't know why in the hell he'd even bother. I wouldn't vote for him. But he's talking about running. Kanye West, and she got to set her big ass up in there to stand there. And talk next to Donald Trump about some damn bullshit. She don't even know nothing about it. I'm sorry. I just don't see her. I'd have to really sit down and have a conversation with her to even see if she even knows anything about prison reform. Well, I'll I'll defend her slightly in this regard. Apparently, she has a history at working with this. And, um, you know, a lot of people have been trying to bring up the subject of prison reform to a lot of the, you know, recent presidents. And uh, I don't know what's going to come out of this, but, um, you know, when you consider that uh, the, some of the same people that are criticizing uh, President Trump for, you know, taking in Kim Kardashian are the same people that just felt that it was fantastic that Jay-Z was at the White House. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, you hear again, I, it, it's consistency. Oh. And I didn't have I didn't have a problem with Jay Z being there if, if the president wanted him there, and I don't have a problem with Kim Kardashian uh, doing what she did. Um, and if something good comes out of it, that's great. Um, if you if you if you investigate the case about this one uh, person in particular, who she's trying to get uh, get a break dealt to, um, you know, it does seem like this woman has had. Uh, I, I don't have her name handy here, but it's, it does seem like she was dealt a very severe sentence, considering that it was her first offense. Right. So, you know, and, and here again, I, if, is it really going to make a big difference in the big scheme of things? Probably not. But uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to be quite as hard on that situation as I've heard some people be today <clears throat> because uh, of all the things that I just said. 
I don't have a problem with anybody speaking about it. I just don't have a lot of confidence in Kim Kardashian. I, I mean, from the day one, that family's all been nothing about trying to be nothing but in the limelight. She's got a mother that she's at every, I mean, her mother praises her when she poses nude for magazines. I just don't, I mean, she's, she's I, the I, one. I get that, yeah. That's, I, that's, I, why, that's why I don't, yeah. and, and she's materialistic down to the point. I mean, she's all about money. Just like I said, one time she was in India talking about trying to help the welfare of the poor kids over there. And I, I agree, that is an issue. But then she goes, spends 80-something thousand dollars a night at some damn hotel or whatever it was there that was one of the fanciest hotels in that country, the fanciest. And she goes and spends that kind of money. I'm like, why didn't you spend that kind of money on helping the little poor kids you just got through talking about earlier that damn day? Yeah. So, I mean, so it's hard for me to have a lot of vote of confidence in anyone like that. Um that's that's just where I'm coming from. Whether I mean, what kind of, you know, I don't I don't care about the New York Times putting the hump and the bump or whatever the hell they put on that son of a bitch in letter. <laughs> I I don't even know nothing. About, I don't even give a shit about that. I, I mean, to me, that was in poor taste. There wasn't no point in doing that. But that's the New York Times. They're going to do that because they hate Donald Trump anyway. They hate John. It doesn't matter what Donald Trump does, even if it is good. They're not going to post anything about it. They'll just put that on page twelve. If he does something that they don't, don't agree with, that makes front page news. That's how the New York Times works. But I'm just saying from my from my point of view, it's just like, yeah, you know, I just don't really and not saying it can't be proven. But like, you know, a number of years ago, she thought she was she deserved a star on the Walk of Fame because of her reality show. I'm like, no, you don't deserve a star on the Walk of Fame because of a reality show, because you know what? It's not acting. <laughs> it's just yeah. doing a reality show. So. But there's other people that's got them that don't deserve them either, so I guess she's about as good as any. That's true. And Trump has pardoned Dinesh D'Souza? Yeah, I'm not sure how to say his name. I'm not either. He's a right-wing author. He was guilty of campaign finance violations, and he was clearly, from what I've seen of some of his tweets, was a Clinton-Obama hater. Uh, He also wrote that slavery was not a racist institution. Well, I don't know exactly why you would say that. Um, now, while some people will argue that it was a financial means and the South used it in order to produce cotton, that may be. But why didn't they have white people as slaves as well if it was a not a racist institution? You wouldn't yeah. have solely done Africans. I mean, you would have been equal opportunists when it came to slaves. Right. <laughs> so that makes no sense. And he's also considering pardon Martha Stewart. Uh and a guy named Blagojevich, he had something to do with the seat of Obama he got in trouble with or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking about pardoning him as well. And a lot of people believe it, especially with the Blagojevich and Stewart, because he was connected to Comey. Comey was a big part in them people being brought down. And I think that's one of the reasons why he's pardoning him. Is him oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Trying, to, trying to get back at Comey. That's a possibility. I don't it's know. It's possible. Who knows? Yeah, with you know, with his thinking process and some of the things he does, I can't I can't rule it out completely, but I can't say it's definite either. So you never can tell. Uh what do you think about all these pardonings and the power to have the pardon? Well, <clears throat> without getting into the particulars of some of the ones you mentioned, um pardons in general Especially on a on a on a governmental um, in, in a state 
situation where you have a governor involved. That's actually a descendant of uh, the English uh, form of government. That was the pardons were something that actually came from nobility. And the original intention behind having a pardon was to correct a clear miscarriage of of justice. That's what it was for. When all else failed, if you had something that was clearly wrong, you could have a governor or what have you step in and pardon the individual. The only problem with that is that lately they have become uh, political tools. If you have a certain part of your constituency that you want to win favor with, you pardon somebody. If you want to make a political statement like, you know, somebody you don't like was the prosecutor in in your case and uh, you want to, you know, throw a little dig at them, you find a reason to pardon them. And they were never intended to be political tools. They were intended to be fail-safes. And that's one of the reasons why the, the founding fathers, as the, as the government uh, of the United States started to come together and the relationship between the states and the federal government was being formed, that was one of the things, one of the carryovers from England that they, they felt was worthwhile. And uh, unfortunately, it's been used for the wrong purposes a lot of times. So, Hmm. I, I think it should be I – th- I don't mind the pardoning power, but I think it needs to be used with discretion. I mean, just to – I mean – Oh, yeah, that's, some, I mean. that's some, exactly some, right. Yeah, some of these people, they pardon. I don't know where the hell they're coming from. I mean, it's just like, wow. Like, I, I mean, this author, this Denise, this whatever the hell his name is, if he was guilty of campaign finance violations, why pardon him? Martha Stewart – I don't remember a whole lot about what her charges were. It was taxes or something. I don't remember. Yeah. But she's already free. Why pardon her? She ain't hurting. I mean, no. She, well, I mean, what's the point? I mean, it ain't like she's not going to be able to get a job or something because of, you know, whatever. But, I mean, she. it wouldn't matter if you pardoned her or not. People ain't going to hire her because of her history anyway. Right. Here's one that really got me. Republican Tennessee Diane Black has stated that porn is what's driving the spike in shoe, in school shootings. Yeah, what's his logic there? I'm not sure, man. They said it's just a readily available. Never clearly st- told what the porn was that did it, but said that it was uh, readily available on the shelves, easy to get without parental control. Now, I don't know, man. Porn, don't, how does porn make you want to go out and shoot people? I don't know. I mean, if it was me, I would think it was the school that was driving the spike in porn shootings. <laughs> Not the other way around. Just say, I mean, it seems like to me, I mean, it doesn't make sense. The only thing she did say I agreed with was the deterioration of the family could be one of the main reasons why we've had school shootings. And I, uh, I kind of agree with that one because, uh, as I've stated before, 50 years ago, we didn't have these problems with school shootings and whatnot. But also 50 years ago, we sit down as a family and had dinner. We didn't have smartphones. 
We didn't sit around and look, you know, look at our phones while we're trying to eat. We actually sat down together and had a conversation about how our days were. What happened to you today, son? Well, I had this kind of day at work, wife, or whatever the case may be. We actually had conversations and connected and communicated with one another. You didn't have to okay. worry. You didn't have to worry about where your kids were. There's parents today that can tell you where their where their cat and dogs are at, but they couldn't even tell you where their kids are. All right. By the way, Jack Casey uh, says that Martha Stewart was convicted on insider trading. So that's it. That's right. That's right. Good job. Good job. That's right. He was. But um, that's the only thing I'm saying. So I do believe a deterioration of the family has been a big issue in bringing about these things. I'm not saying it's the only thing, but it definitely is. If anybody can't see a deterioration of the family unit from now and 50 years ago, you you must be Ray Charles. And I don't mean that with any disrespect to Ray Charles. I'm just saying you're blind as a bat. Because the family unit ain't nowhere near what it was 50 years ago. Nowhere near. I mean, parents, we got parents that don't even give a damn about their kids. Yeah. They don't have any love for their own children. I can tell you people that don't even see their kids, but once every now and then. Let me tell you something, folks. It takes more than picking up a coffee mug that says I'm mother of the year or father of the year to be a mother or father of the year. Just because you got a coffee mug don't make you one. You got to put it in practice. You got to do the job. And unless you're really wanting to do the job, I, I, I implore you, don't have kids. If you don't have yeah. any, don't have any. I'm begging right. you, don't have any. We've got enough unwanted children in this world today. We've got enough kids that are confused and don't know nothing about what the hell's going on, whether they got parents that love them or not. We've got enough of that. If you're not going to do the job, I respect your decision not to have any. I have no problem right. with that. It's not meant for everybody to have kids. Some people think, well, hey, no, I gotta have kids because that's what, you know, I should do. And some of these religions teach you supposed to have kids, gotta have kids. I'm like, that's a bogus bunch of shit. <laughs> where the hell's that come from? Where the hell's that even at? I've never, I don't even know where that comes from. Multiply and fill the earth. That's already been done. We got seven billion of them. That, that, that <laughs> prophecy's already fulfilled. There's no reason to even try to full, multiply. We've already beyond multiplied. We actually got more than we need. We could do it. I'm not saying go out and kill people off, but we could do with about a billion or two less. Because if it keeps growing, we're gonna really be in bad shape when we get to ten billion. We can't even feed the ones we got. Right. So people don't have sense God give a jackass. Because that makes no sense. I mean, I know where they get it from, but that ain't what, well, in my view, that ain't what it meant. But right. that, that's just me. But if you don't want kids, don't have them unless you really want them. Because it is a job. It is a task. It most certainly is. And unless you're going to do it and mean it and, sp and spend time with your kids nurturing them, then by God, don't have them. Because let me tell you something. If you don't nurture your kids and you don't spend time with your kids, let me tell you something. You're a shit-ass parent. And I'll tell you to your face. It's all right to have a career, but your career should never take preference over your damn family. 
Very true. Your kids should be first and foremost in your life. I will lay out of work when my kids are sick, and I hate to because I hate to miss a day, but I will before I let my kids sit there. I will. Ain't no way in hell. I feel like it's my damn duty. I would lay my life down for my boys, and I know it. Yeah. Like I've said before, I can be called a lot of things in this world. I'm not the best human being by a long shot. But one thing ain't nobody ever going to tell me to my face is I'm a sorry-ass dad without getting jacked up. Because I know I'm a good dad. I'm there for my kids. And as a parent, are you there for your kids? And make sure you are. That's the thing that'll stop school shootings. Be there for your kids. Talk to your kids. Because maybe if you spend a little time with your kids and get inside their head, you'll know where the hell they're coming from, and you can fix shit before they take a gun to the damn school and start shooting the damn place up. Right. Because you know how you know these kids, and I'm not knocking, I'm not saying it's all to blame, but so many times you see these people after they shot the schools up and their parents are like, I didn't see that coming. Had no idea. And I'm like, yeah, you probably didn't. Why didn't you see it? I would notice little changes in my kids. I would notice attitude changes. Right. So, spend time with your kids. Didn't mean to get on that. We'll be back Thursday night. Oh, no, Monday night, 10 o'clock. Monday, yeah, I got my days mixed up. We'll be back Monday night at 10 o'clock. Y'all have a good one. It's RYOBI Days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.